Hey, Gooby. You're now listening to Buddy Time. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the power of manifestation and sharing of optimism with our guest speaker, Victor Sihara. Ready to turbocharge your day with us? Let's begin our voyage. Hi, Victor. It's been a hey, while. It has been a while. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. It's been a uh, it's been a bit of time, hasn't it, that I've been last on this podcast, and I am extremely glad to be back. So, what happened to you? You want to share? Well, a lot of things happened to me. Life got got in the way, I guess, and I started to get extremely busy with being an adult and living life, and you know, actually. It's crazy that I'm here today because recently I just experienced like a life-changing event that I definitely feel might fit in with what we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited to share that with you guys as well. I think um, our past season, uh, you share a lot with us and especially we talk about passion, right, since the beginning. And we are still talking about passion here, um, even in our season two, but in a different way of sharing passion right now. So maybe a little recap or maybe a reflection. Has anything changed or do you get any new inspiration from the term passion now? Oh, wow. Okay. That, you know, what? it's, I can't, I actually can't put it to you how great the timing of this question is because like I said to you guys that I had an event that happened to me that literally rippled into passion. And that was the event that I got to go dance once again after a hiatus of two or three years of not dancing and re-evoke my passion for dance, which is something that I think I spoke to you before, like in the past season saying that, you know, passions change. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that you asked me this question because I actually feel like this time round, me, I, I think last season I said that it doesn't, you know, changes and it's constantly, you know, I still stick by that, but I also feel like passion is something so strong that it can't just go away, but rather it just somehow finds its way to come back into your life. And I feel like that's where I'm at with performing right now. Personally, I'm really happy to hear that you have a new definition for passion now. And actually, to me, another way of seeing this is maybe passion relates to our willpower or maybe it relates to what we always have in our subconscious mind. And that could also be related to the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is we're going to talk about manifestation, right? I'm actually really excited because exactly what you say, that intro was actually so perfect because it is that. It is, it might have been in my subconscious manifesting my desire to get back up on stage. And it came true. The three of us actually, like Sony, Victor, and I, how I see how our friendship developed, to me, is a real-life example of the whole manifestation or even put it into the spiritual realm, um, how things just evolve naturally. But at the same time, if we want to put that into, you know, as an example of manifestation, it also works. How about, like, 
what's your each of your definition or understanding of manifestation, Sony? That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard to um to to pinpoint down what the definition of manifestation is. But to me, I would say that if I were to summarize in my own words what manifestation means is the push and pull feeling of wanting what I want deep down in my heart. I know that sounds super, super vague and super cliche, <laughs> cliche but it's just like the feeling of like, you know, why are we hungry? Or, you know, I'm thirsty right now. Then you look for water and all these sort of feelings are a fundamental feeling that's built in in our system. And it's just the fact that trusting these uh, feelings is a way of sort of like moving towards manifestation. And manifestation for me is when why it's connected to passion is because manifestation is process towards that passion because it is so much, it's so hard if we were to say, what's your passion? But if you feel a certain way about certain things. Like I uh, have a love for um, working with people, working in a space where each of us can share our story. This is sort of like where I feel the drive. And this drive is what I need in my life. Just like the feeling of hunger. Like I'm so hungry for this particular feeling. And by thinking about it or acting upon these feelings more and more, I feel like this is what manifestation is to me. And by doing a lot of this, it turns into this passion of my goal of like what I work towards. How about you, Victor? Oh, gosh. Um, similar to what Sophie said, it's really hard to sort of like explain. However, two keywords literally as you asked the question popped up into my head, and it's the word intent and desire. How I see it is that I have an intent and I say to the universe, and then I put in active pushes to make it come true. I believe that manifestation has two types. This is my this is my own thinking. I think there's an active manifestation where you work towards it. And then there's manifestation that happens passively. Though you might just say something and then all of a sudden you reach that. Because I truly believe that manifestation is very much linked to attraction and the universe and its frequency and how we say something and that then gets pulled into us. How I see the difference between active and passive manifestation is, my best example would be like a magnet. Passive manifestation to me is a weak magnet. Though weak, it still attracts things, but at a slower rate. However, if you're active, you're constantly improving the magnetization of that magnet. Therefore, you're going to be able to attract things at a quicker rate. So... Regardless if you practice passive or active manifestation, regardless, I feel like it's sort of your intent and desire to get something and then you're putting it out there so that you attract it. Yeah. That's really cool to hear, you know, different explanation or um, how each of us view manifestation. Uh, for me, manifestation, like definitely agree to everything that both of you share. Uh, my definition of manifestation is somewhat similar. Uh, in fact, I find it uh, interesting the way that uh, Sony mentioned to me, I would say it's like, it is more like a natural instinct that we each know. Maybe some people know it right off the bat, but some people only subconsciously know it, but they might figure out later on or they might realize when life gives them lesson. So that is more like the natural instinct of 
each individual of what they want, let's call it passion or what they're into, what they want to manifest. But at the same time, you talk about active manifestation. That to me also makes sense because if I were to pull the whole manifestation out of the spiritual realm, put it into a more, um, I don't know if we should call it scientific. Actually, I don't know if you guys read the book Atomic Habits. Anyways, it's just all about developing this set of habits and then we just keep on doing it until it becomes a natural part of us. And the outcome happens because we've been constantly working on it through different small little tasks. And of course, because you had the whole process of working towards something little by little, it will manifest. It's like the saying, you reap what you sow. Yeah. And you reap what you sow can also be put into, you know, manifestation. If we believe that our intention, right? Let you mention about intention. If we, we believe that first we need to have a good intention and then that intention could psychologically affect how we act, then those actions will eventually lead us towards a certain outcome. And if our direction is correct, of course, we will, you know, harvest the thing that we want in the beginning. I think with manifestation, it's something that people try to quantify. They try to put a time limit on it. They try to get it straight away. And they don't, people sort of give up on manifestation because they feel like, oh, you know, I've said it to the universe. I've, I want it so badly, but it hasn't happened to me yet. But that's the thing about manifestation, as you say, it's like seeds that grow. And these seeds, they all grow at different paces. No matter what seed you sow, they don't grow at a constant. They're all developing in different ways. And that's how I see manifestation as well. It's not something that happens automatically, but it happens over a duration of time, whether it be one month, two years, six years, it may even happen in an hour. There's no set time to how quickly a manifestation can occur. However, I do believe that, like we've mentioned before, the moment that you really want it and the moment that it becomes this desire and the, the intent is so strong and you can specifically look at what you want, that's when you're able to get it quicker. Because a lot of times, when we manifest, what I hear a lot is like, I want to be rich. Okay, so then how do you quantify being rich? Does rich mean 10,000 baht? Does rich mean 1 million baht? So it means so different to so many different people. So it's another tip or trick that I would say is when you manifest something, you truly have to believe that you're going to get that. And not only that, you have to be specific. I think sometimes we ask for a lot, but we don't actually know what we're asking for. And I think that's the thing. That's why people don't believe in manifestation because it doesn't happen to them. It's because you don't even know yourself what you want. Like I have friends who uh, I would say that in my own way of looking at things that they also practice manifestation and what sin has brought into the conversation that I think is very interesting to sort of reflect upon as well is the concept that manifestation is both positive and negative, you can also manifest negative things into your life. And this is what uh, Victor has also just touched upon just now about how, what is your intent in getting what you want and is it misplaced in some way? So I think this is a really good discussion point that I want to sort of like question all of us. What do you define as a good intent and what do you define as a bad intent? Like, because for some people, they might not know exactly what they're manifesting. And is there any tips or tricks that we can share with the listeners that, you know, for them to, are they practicing manifestation in the right way? In your, in your own opinion, what do you think about this? I actually really like this question because I feel like there's 
to be honest, there's no right or wrong. But for, for my own personal experience, what I feel like is that, you know, like we go back to learn attention. No matter what we do in our lives, we have an attention to it. It could be malicious. It could be good. Yeah. But regardless, I feel like manifestation is something that, you know, we ourselves want for ourselves. And I feel like a lot of times people feel like, am I being selfish for wanting this? And then I look back at it and I say, oh, see, this is where it's sort of like a gray area. Because being selfish in society is perceived to be a bad thing, right? We should always be caring about others. But when it comes to manifestation, it's okay to want something for yourself. However, where I would draw the line of manifestation is if I have to, if I manifest something, but it puts someone else out or puts someone else in a tricky situation, makes someone ha like have to face difficulties. I think that's where it's sort of, you know, you've got to draw the line seeing that, you know, most of the times when we manifest, we want something for ourselves and it was something big. And as long as we do it for ourselves and do it in the way that, you know, it doesn't affect others, in my opinion, I feel like that's okay. That's a difficult question. Uh, to me, I think I will share it in another perspective uh, in terms of understanding the intention of our manifestation. Uh, first of all, like with what Victor shared, I actually believe that every human being is selfish. There's no way that one can be completely out there sharing and all that. Every human being, we have this selfishness. And in fact, I would like to view it in a way that being selfish, a good extent of being selfish is actually good because we need to learn how to self-love first. It's only if we truly know how to love ourselves, then we can take care of others. If we're still in a lack stage and then we think that I can help people, and actually that is quite unhealthy because actually if you look into it, you're not actually wanting to help people, but it's because you know deep down that this is what you lack and you know how it feels. So I want to be able to help the others to fulfill that part that I am lacking. So to me, intention, whether or not you're going to manifest anything, I would say, first of all, really know what you want to manifest. Just like what Victor said, um, know exactly what you want to ask for. Because if we want to share like tips on the whole manifestation scripting, the first thing is to truly know what you're asking for. Because, for example, I would use a very... um straightforward example I am going to buy something on Shopee I have to know what I want to buy first in order for me to put that keyword into that search column right if I don't even know what to put into that search column of course nothing would come out so I need to know clearly what I want first so I will put it into you know, the search column and then a list will come out and then I will just pick the one that I want. And then that is when I make an order with the universe. And then after that, you really need to believe, also agree with what you share. We need to 100% believe that this is already ours. We need to put ourselves into that same frequency to know that, okay, I'm already there. Like, Whatever that I manifest, I am already feeling it. This is already my life. Or if I'm manifesting, you know, a loved one, then I should feel love. 
I should feel all the vibration and frequency that, oh, I am in such a, you know, loving environment. I'm feeling all the love that my partner is giving me. It's about emotion. You need to feel that emotion. And then you need to truly believe that you already have it. And then be patient and let go of the expectation, which is the hardest part. But just look back to your experience when you make the order on Shopee. After you click purchase, you pay, do you constantly go back and look, is it arrived yet? I believe most of us don't do that because in our mind, we already know that this is already mine. I pay for it already. It's going to come at the good timing, right? The, the delivery person will take care of it. So that means I put an order into the universe. The universe will work it out for me. Like at whatever delivery time that it will work out, I will receive it. That's what I mean by you need to truly believe it and that it will happen. I'll just quickly share the four tools that I, I have for myself um, in case it could be useful for everyone as well in terms of like manifestation, law of attraction. So this four tools, which is first is um, we need to understand that everything is created twice, first in our mind and then in reality. So that means whatever we think, is the first step and then it will turn into reality. That goes with what Sony said. Manifestation can also be negative. So if we have negative thoughts in our mind, it will manifest. Yeah. And then the four uh, tools, the first one is imagination. So imagination is basically our thinking. So it's the most powerful tool. Creation starts in our imagination. And then the second one is uh, focus and attention. This is about visualizing what we want. So every thought is creating our reality. And then the third one is good feelings. Good feelings means you have to be in sync with the source that is you. You have to feel all the emotions that you are going to have after you own whatever you ask for. And then the last part, which is also the most important part is action because action is the making of imagination. Um, I think there is a misconception that most people believe that manifestation is a very magical thing. You ask for it and it will happen. But for those who understand the real secret of manifestation, it's not just that. A lot of time it involves certain kind of action is a cause and effect in order for something to happen. Even though if we really want to Linking to the like the passive way that uh, Victor shared. To me, my explanation for the passive manifestation is, yes, God, universe, um, they're going to be there uh, to support your dream and all that. But then why do, are they going to help you without you actually working for it? And actually, there's this movie uh, back in 2007 called Even Almighty. Um, not sure if you guys... I remember watching that. Was it with the, the one where it's like pointing at God and then it's, just, it's like comedy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by uh, Freeman Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and there's this quote from him of this one scene that I really want to share, which I think relates. And this is how the scene was. Uh, so this is God, as in God, Morgan Freeman in the movie said to um, the other person. He said that if someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If he pray for courage, does God give him courage or does he give him opportunities to be courageous? 
if someone pray for the family to be closer, do you think God saps them with warm fuzzy feelings, or does He give them opportunities to love each other? I think um, my understanding of this whole thing really ties to how do we realize that the universe has always been giving us opportunities. We ask for so many things, but are we able to sit down and really realize that oh, the universe has given me the opportunities already, but it's just because I am unable to recognize that. And most of us, we just want the quick way. Like, I ask for money, you should just give me, you know, money. But in fact, it doesn't work that way. Is I ask for money, the opportunity for you to make money will show up, and it's up to you now whether if you're going to realize the opportunity and take it and work on it. I love the quote that you just shared. I can't believe I haven't heard of it until now. I have a question from hearing what you just said, Sin. The key word here is opportunity. How is it that we, like, how can we figure out when those opportunities come? Because just like not knowing exactly, you know, whether or not the way we're manifesting passively is uh, in a negative sense, how can someone know if opportunity is presenting in itself? Because from my own experiences, sometimes these opportunities come in not like a direct format so it's not like written paper like hey you're gonna get money now sign this and then you're off on your way to the yellow brick road of manifestation it's not it's not like that most of the time so is there a way we can identify these opportunities a little bit more it's something that i feel like happens is the moment that you put a manifestation like you said it's an active thought you put it in you have this desire that you want to achieve it you will then somehow find a way to get to that point and manifestation works through your progress and through your work so then i feel like yes there will be opportunities that will the universe might present something to you but then also it's you creating the opportunities for yourself as well if you want to get richer you go find a job if you want to get skinny you go for a run it's these things that opportunities it's sort of that quote that you said sin sort of like i'll give you the thought i'll give you like you know here's what it is but you run with it. I'm not going to give it to you, but you run with it. So how I see it is if we strongly believe and desire what we want to manifest, then we will create those opportunities for ourselves. And sometimes the universe just, it just randomly drops you an email every now and then. It drops you this pop-up in Instagram. It pops you a random person that you meet. And then one day they just change your life completely. It's these little drops from the universe, but it's also your active search. And I think this is where it, this is where it comes to a very fine line. A lot of people, as you said, sin, just sit and wait for manifestation to happen. And they're like, why hasn't it happened, Jake? Why am I not getting what I want? Why are people getting so much more than I am? And, you know, you start comparing yourselves to see, like, they manifested that and they got that. Are you hungry enough? If you're hungry enough, you're going to push yourself to get to that point. And manifestation is sort of like this road, this long journey that... You know, it's not just a wish and it comes true, but rather it's the efforts and the building blocks you build to get to that point. And then you create your opportunities for yourself. And every now and then, as I said, the universe might present you with gifts, but this is not something that we have to wait for. 
So I feel like that's the thing that a lot of people, they get discouraged. Sometimes when we manifest, we don't actually know what we're manifesting, like we said before, but then it's also, are you ready for what you're manifesting? Because the moment that an opportunity presents itself and you take it, then you're like, oh no, can I actually sustain this? I'm going to give an example. I've always wanted a house, dogs, a partner, and guess what? I wish this ever since I was like 16. And at the ripe age of 28, I got my wish. Right age. Right age. The ripest of ages. I got it. And then now at the age of 30, where I'm now paying the mortgage, paying for my dog's medical bills and food and living life and working a job where I don't know how it, you know, how it works out for me passionately. I manifested what I wanted. I got what I wanted. The universe gave it to me, but was I really ready to get all this, all at once, all together. That was something that I feel like the double-edged sword of manifestation is. Like, so you said, you could, could there be a negative side of manifestation? I think there can be. And that is wishing for something or manifesting something. But then once you receive it, you're not able to handle it. So that's why it shouldn't be a slow process. So you could figure it out and sort of build a foundation that creates sort of like a safety then for you in case, you know, you get your opportunity, you get what you want, but then... If you can't hold it in your hands, at least that safety then can catch you from falling into, you know, whatever. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. At least just talking through about three of us, I think we can share several um, personal stories that explains the whole manifestation. And about the whole, are you able to catch it? Agree with you that the universe has a way to train us. My belief is that when university presents us with any opportunity, they will present it. And then if the universe believes that you are capable of catching it, it will come to you even easier. But then if we didn't go through all that training process, like you said, the chances we will lose it right away. So who are you to blame? The universe or yourself? But the universe has always been helping you out, like training you with different lessons. But are you able to learn through every lesson? And to realize that, okay, this is the thing that I should learn and then change and then develop to be a better person, to grow. Then when the opportunity comes back again, I'm able to fully grab it and make it even better. Also, another example that we can share here is how we found Miguri Space. When I look back, actually, it is something that three of us mentioned in a very casual, it was a coffee day or something and every time I think back I still feel wow like it actually happened so I still remember like then we're trying to look for a space to help us you know host sound events yeah and it was a struggle looking for the right space for example some cells are not being very helpful some locations they don't allow us to do the kind of events that we want. Some locations are way too expensive. We just couldn't find, you know, the appropriate place. We also consider different locations as well. And in that uh, coffee chat, I remember, was it you or Sony who said that, why don't we look at Jelenacon area? And then I said something like, oh, I actually really like it if there is like a mezzanine floor and stuff like that, like two townhouse combined together. To me, I feel like that's a decent space. I also remember Sony mentioned something like you, not that you wanted it, but I remember you saying it would be nice if we can have a elevator in in the building. And 
then out of nowhere, one Sunday morning, I was about to give up, but then out of nowhere, I just thought, okay, I just had a thought to let me just try some random search. I can't even remember what's the keyword I searched. Like I've been searching for all the time, nothing show up. But then that morning, I just randomly key in a keyword and then Miguni Space, the place that we're at right now, show up at the first list. And then immediately I got attracted. The picture of the original space was before renovation and I still was attracted. So I clicked into it. Oh, and actually Sony also mentioned it would be nice if it close to like a BTS or something. So yeah, I checked all of the information, including the price and all that. I was surprised to find out, wow, I'm checking all the points that we mentioned. So to me, this is a kind of manifestation and it's a combination of both passive and active because active as in we did put effort into searching for it. We know what we want. Passive as in we are just sort of like being patient that we know eventually it will come. Uh, we have that belief and then it show up. I think that is to me one of the very real life example. Right now we have to discuss a lot about manifestation, but words that keep coming up are attraction, energies, frequencies, divine universe, divine timing. But one thing that I also feel like this is important in my retrospect, that it's the people that you sort of have around you as well. It's sort of as if, you know, if I'm a magnet and then I have two more magnets saying next to me, of course, the power and the velocity in which we can attract things happens at such a greater magnitude because there's more magnets, right? I also feel that if you are surrounded by people who are also uplifting and also are manifesting and also are, you know, pushing and asking and desiring and sort of like this positive uplifting energy is surrounding you. Things come like it's weird how our lives, the three of us, our lives change practically at the same time. The same time that I got my house was the same time that Miguri space was being created, like it was being renovated and being reformed. And it just happened at that one time all together. And we literally looked at each other we're like, so yes, this means the three of us now, our lives are going to change. And I don't even know. Like being ready. a real adult. It's sort of like as if we stepped up to, when we all leveled up, the three of us leveled up to that next level at the same time. So that's why I feel like it's also important, you know, being surrounded by that type of energy as well. I love that you brought this up because this was touched upon in the first episode of season two, just last episode by us as well, about like the community that you're in really determines sort of like your trajectory towards what you are doing and where you're going with your life. And this opens up another discussion, maybe for a different time, I feel, which is the concept of like collective manifestation as well. Because I really do believe that touching upon the point, Victor, that you just mentioned, you know, if we are all sort of like vibing, the frequency is right, you know, when you know it in your gut that there's something there, the universe is taking us somewhere and we're all manifesting towards a direction together, it makes that manifestation a lot stronger and a lot more available to you. To me, that's how I feel. And a very fun analogy that I like to always bring up when I talk about collective manifestation, just to touch upon it a little bit, is sort of like the concept of like uh, spirits and ghosts in Thailand, of how, you know, I lived in like Canada, I've lived in like the Western countries where I move around freely and walk in like dark alleys and the first thing that comes into my mind when I hear a noise is like, is there a killer behind me? You know? 
I don't think that necessarily in like Asian countries, especially in Thailand. But the first thing I think about when I hear noises is, is there a gold? Yeah. Um, and to me, uh, the reason why I think ghosts feel so real in Thailand is because of this idea of collective manifestation yes. of how like a lot of us or a lot of the people, the community in Thailand, people believe in spirits. People believe in this. Uh, it's ingrained in the belief and the culture. And by believing so much, it becomes so real that, you know, I just had an experience a few nights ago and, you know, I heard clicking on my computer. Like it was a click, 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 click at the, uh, in the middle of the night. I thought it were the cats, but it's not as in like, it wasn't the cats, the cats were sleeping. And the first thing that went through my mind was there probably is someone else in the room, you know? And um, that to me is sort of like the power of collective manifestation. Yeah. I just want to bring up sort of like what Sin and Victor has brought up in terms of going back to the question of how to identify like opportunities when it comes. I feel like from what I'm hearing from the two of you, it's the concept of action. Like you really need to take that first step the action in order for the opportunities to come, however way that may present to you. It may be very different. It might not be, like I said, uh, written in the forms of a paper of a note that you signed to the devils or the angels with, but it comes down to your proactiveness in order to kickstart manifestation whatever that may be. I love that. I think you summarized that really, really well. And I feel like it, it is basically that, like if we were to give any tips, it's sort of that idea of just like, you know, manifestation, don't just wait for it to happen, but rather act upon it and keep pushing for it and just find those opportunities for yourself as well, because life happens so quickly. And we sort of forget to realize that we walk past something that could be an opportunity. Thai people like to go pray to various deities, various statues and gods and whatever. I myself am one of those people. And I actually just wanted to quickly touch upon this because I feel like my manifestation was amplified by my belief. And saying that is that, you know, I worship so many different deities. I worship Guan Yim, I worship Ganesha, I worship Shiva. And these deities are not per se the deities that I was worshipping as, as a child, but rather I adopted because I feel like I resonate with what those lessons are taught. And sometimes, you know, people, especially what I see in Thai society is people just wish that they just wait for it to happen. But for me, how I see it is if we wish for something from a deity, it's sort of us manifesting as well. But then I'm not just going to wait for the deity to take action, but rather I feel guided by the deity for them to lead me through the various challenges and sort of at least feel like there's someone on my team. That's sort of helping me like, hey, let's go this way. Giving me a gentle push every now and then. So it's good to worship. It's good to, you know, believe and wish for things. But at the end of the day, guys, the biggest takeaway is definitely to act upon that so that you yourself are able to put your manifestation into fruition through your own hands. Because when you get there, you're going to look back and you'll be like, wow, I did that. Yeah, it's totally true that anything that we choose to believe, it all leads back to belief, right? Whatever that we believe, it sends out some kind of energy. The more we believe, the more energy that it sends out. If you're so firm about it, of course, like you will attract the same kind of energy. So if we just quickly touch upon like law of attraction, because it is about manifestation, I, I think a lot of people 
also have a misunderstanding of law of attraction. They think that law of attraction is I attract the thing that I want. But actually, it's not the case. Law of attraction is you attract what you are. You want to attract good love, you have to be good love yourself first. And that's your whole energy. And that's why you attract people who are on the same frequency as you. And in the end, manifested the things that you want. If we want to talk about how can we truly understand if this opportunity is the right one for me, then my answer would be, why not just keep trying until the right one hits. I think if I were to sum up everything, there's actually a saying that I happened to saw this morning and I think it matches a lot with what we're saying and I want to share it as well. It was written in Chinese so I did a translation which says, you are here to experience the flow of life. You cannot possess anything and nothing can be retained. There's no need to prove anything and nothing is a definite must achieve. All you can do is keep trying, exploring, harvesting, cherishing, experiencing, and then letting go. We come to this world just to see how flowers bloom, water flows, how the sun rises and when it sets. Experience interesting things and meet unforgettable people. Life may seem ordinary, but when you start running, it catches the wind and becomes an adventure. So to me, it's a very beautiful saying. It encapsulates so much about a life in a beautiful way. Just think of it trying is something that we can do regardless of the outcome. Slay Slurian. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Buddy Time. And thank you, Victor, as well, for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's an absolute blessing to be with you guys. I love talking to you guys. This actually just feels like we just sat down at one of our dinners and we talk about what we normally talk about. So it's been an absolute joy as usual. Yeah, thank you so much, Victor, for joining our podcast again. Also, um, for those who are interested to be part of our podcast, you can sign up through our website. We would love to discuss interesting points with you as well. And on our next episode, we'll talk about choosing between company or self-enrichment. So be sure to stay tuned. <laughs>